Yo, 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 Muzzy's Nest, episode 202, song of the day. Enter the place, get the place popping. Deal with the pain, don't say nothing. If you look close, see a tear dropping. Don't answer the door, that's the Jake's knocking. Don't answer the phone, don't know who's ringing. I didn't want to stop till the crew's winning. I swear I had a plan and a true vision. They closed down the youth clubs and built a new prison. Just lost my pops, I weren't close with him. But it felt like part of my soul's missing. Gotta move on, could the ball keep spinning? Take it from the streets, but the streets in him. Had to tell a queen, just keep grinning. Pure self-esteem needs refilling. Just fucked up my zoo in these rebuilding. Metaphor for the life that I've been living. Cut a bit one fruit and it was forbidden. See your life fall apart from one poor decision. It's only when you're stressed you turn to religion. If you wanna conquer them, then cause a division. Yeah, I make a lot of bread, but I'm stuck in the system. It's no one like me, can't one in a million. Never ask for your help or ask your assistance. I don't ever say nothing, I watch from a distance. Every story I tell is non-fiction. Came out of court, they gave me my bell conditions. What's the point in being free when your brain's in prison? I'm by myself, but I'm still with the coalition. You don't make moves, you're only just hoping and wishing. Criticize me when your gang do a holy for snitching. It's the remix ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. If Shaytan prayed today, would he be forgiven? Banger, 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 big J Huss, yo, Tucson. Big J Ursula, baby, do you know what I mean? Morning, 202, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving quickly as well, do you know what I mean? In this podcast, I wanted to talk about why I am the way I am, why I'm motivated the way I am, why, like, do you know what I mean? Why criticism really doesn't affect me like that? Why if someone like... I was listening to the Secrets to Success podcast with ETCJ, the Bayesian Sensation, Carl Wesley Phillips and Jamal. And they're just talking about different ways people respond to criticism. Some people like completely ignore it and like don't even engage in it a little bit. Some people engage in it, but they want to like ask questions and see how they can do better. And some people, you can say something to them and they'll use that as fuel. Like, you can say something to them in, like, year five, year six, do you know what I mean? Like, one thing in year six and they'll use that as fuel forever. Do you know what I mean? So, and then some people, like, will go at it with the criticizer, do you know what I mean? So, it's, they're just talking about shit like that. And then I was thinking about, like, myself and, like, how do I deal with criticism, do you know what I mean? And what do I do? And then I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, like, I'm definitely the type of person that deals with criticism by if you say like anything not really like I'm not bothered by it but like if someone says anything bro I'll use it as fuel I'll use that shit to work bro like anything anything there's certain things that I remember that like people have said and I'm like okay okay even to this day there's fuels bro there's fuels like okay 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 Okay, and the the one thing that made it click was they were talking about, like, Jamal was saying, because he's like that, he was saying, like, he always, he played American football, and he was saying he always played better in away games because he felt that pressure, and he felt the crowd boo, and that, like, when they throw popcorn at them as they were coming out of the tunnel and stuff, and he was saying, like, that used to, like, get him riled up in college and, like, get him, like, super ready to play and, like, Whereas when they were playing at home, the fans would be cheering and stuff like that. And I started thinking and like, I was like, oh, 
like when I played rugby, I was the exact same, man. I loved playing away. I loved playing away. I loved the animosity of playing away. And like, I don't know, playing at home was, oh, it was, it was good. And obviously it had all, all our people there and it was decent. But like playing away back in the day in rugby games was sick, man. It was sick. And I used to be such a dirty player. I used to be such a dirty player. I used to boot people in the scrum and all sorts. And like one time I got smacked in the face. But like, I don't. I didn't overreact or anything. I was like, hey, it's part of the game. Do you know what I mean? If I'm going to play dirty, it's like you've got to take your lumps. Do you know what I mean? You can't play dirty. And then when you get smacked in the face, you can't then be like act shocked or whatever. I was like, it is what it is. Let's go again. Do you know what I mean? Let's go. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I was thinking about that. And I was thinking like, why the hell am I so motivated by like, people's hate in a way and like i'm really motivated by people not believing in me like that's what like motivates me the most when people shitting on an idea i'm like okay okay do you know what i mean now i'm gonna make it happen do you know what i mean i'm like all right okay okay keep talking like that keep talking like that because i think no that's super important bro that's super important that's super important to people that were that way motivated or like depending on whichever category you fall into do you know what i mean there's a reason why i fall into that category there's a reason why i fall into that category and that reason is what i wanted to talk about in today's podcast so this one is literally i'm gonna title it why i am the way i am because it explains a lot it explains a lot to me because i was going down that rabbit hole and i was thinking like oh like why why do you like thrive on people not believing in you know why like why do you pursue shit that like regardless of like whatever people say or how unlikely it is to happen or whatever why do you like why do you follow you why do you follow why do you listen to yourself over listen to the crowd basically is what i was asking myself and like it, that stems from like bro that stems from even like do you know what i mean even like being younger so basically let me tell you the full story basically when i was younger i was very good at football and i'm talking like young like i don't know like from fucking yeah when like when you're a kid all the way up to like year six year seven and then i got arthritis and then after games i'd get like flare-ups and like my my knees would kill my ankle would kill my wrist would kill and i had no idea what it was for ages and like we'd i'd been going to the doctor for like two years and um i finally got diagnosed with arthritis or whatever and like before then before then i always used to go to a well not all the time all the time but like my dad used to take me to football games and that and like um come like watch and give me pointers here and there and then when i got arthritis like i didn't i was when i came back i was not as good like i can i can admit that now and then he stopped coming and then like that like bro that made me feel some type of way bro do you know what i mean like today's is a deep one it's a deep one so i think from then from then like it felt like all right okay i like in my head i was like oh like okay doesn't believe in me anymore blah 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 and then like held that for like a few years do you know what i mean for a few years i was like i was pissed bro for a few years i was like okay okay you don't believe me fine like okay i stopped playing football in like year nine didn't really play again properly played here and there in year 10 but my heart really wasn't in it 
and then um, when it got to college I started playing rugby one of my best friends like still my boy to this day and I love him like I love him to the death man he's called um, Bufo is what we call him absolute G absolute real G do you know what I mean that's his nickname Bufo I'm not gonna say his real name because do you know what I mean he's not giving me permission to like put his name out there like that and I'll do a podcast with him actually that's who I'm gonna shout I'm gonna shout him today so yeah fucking um, he got me playing rugby in like um first year college he was always like oh come down was he come down because i got into the gym um and i used that fuel in the gym in the gym i was like no but like because i was a skinny kid bro and like nobody really believed in me like that and i used that as fuel bro i used that as fuel like that's why i went so hard in the gym man i was like and the gym was something that i had for me do you know what i mean that was like that was like i believed in myself in the gym and like i'd because because of that i never like it sort of took away do you know how people need like fucking support and they need to like see someone on the sideline cheering for them to fucking perform to a high level because i got used to like not having someone on the sideline and like it left a proper proper little bit of taste in my mouth and from then on i used that as fucking like fuel bro so like any time like do you know what I mean? Anytime, like, there wasn't someone there, like, we're playing in, like, enemy territory. That's what I used as fuel. But anyway, I'm getting, jumping ahead. Let me give you a chronological um, analysis of the story. So, um, so yeah, I get into college, start training, get into the gym. Fucking love the gym. It's what I did for myself. But then I get into rugby because of my boy, Bufa. And I start training, and I've never played... I played rugby in school, but I never really played like that. Start training, we used to train at Marple Hall for a bit, and then we moved to start training at um, at the Marple Rugby Club. So I was training there, and I was like... I was, I was picking it up. I was fairly athletic, do you know what I mean? And I was muscular because I was training, so picked it up fairly easily, kept going, kept going played my first game and i was like oh that was all right kept going kept playing and because i was big and i had aggression and shout out to my boy palmer bro my boy palmer palmer i played in the forwards i was a second row and like yes we were a small second row but we were strong and we were fucking fit and like palmer like palmer led the squad vic keelan led the squad do you know what i mean isaac do you know what i mean like my rugby team are my brodies forever bro like for my they're my brodies forever i have like I have a picture of my rugby team still, the one that we got um, in awards evening. I still have that. I have all my medals still. I have, like, I have my jersey still. I'll never get rid of that. Do you know what I mean? That'll be framed in my house. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, get into rugby. Start getting into rugby. Get decent at rugby. Our team's sick. Start winning, winning, winning. There's another story about how we lost the cup in the first year, which I'll tell you about. But this, I won't tell you about that today start winning 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 and like our team's doing well we just miss out come second in the league um first year and then second year we play we won everything that there was to win in um in our second year well in my second year of college and then the second year of playing we won everything that there was to win do you know what i mean all the little cups as well like beat stockport won that little cup do you know what i mean like Everything we could have possibly competed for, we competed for and we won, do you know what I mean? And that's like, we put our stamp on that year, do you know what I mean? We put our stamp on that year. But, um, yeah, so I mentioned that to say, throughout all of that, and, like, bearing in mind, rugby consumed me, bro. It consumed me, like, 
all, all I cared about in college was rugby in the gym. Do you know what I mean? There was a, a lot of group as well. And like certain people hated the fact that all we cared about was rugby in the gym. But that's all we cared to speak about. All we cared to fucking engage in. And I fucking loved it. But anyway, anyway, I say that and I paint that picture to tell you like throughout all of that, throughout all of that. And like we'd have games like in Marple as well and like away. And throughout all of that, like... Do you know what I mean? People's um, like, people's like, parents and relatives and stuff like that would come to watch and like siblings and stuff. But like, I, like for me, the fact that I always looked out to the sideline and never saw any like n- anybody, bro. Like obviously those are fans and stuff like that. Like that fueled me. That fueled me. And I think it does so. It does something to you. It does something to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it does something to you. It does something to you, bro. Like, the reason why I'm so driven and the reason why I'm so fucking independently driven, I don't need someone to cheerlead me, do you know what I mean? I'll fucking, I like, I always have that chip on my shoulder that I've got, so like, something to prove, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'll fucking show you, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, maybe you don't know what I mean. Maybe you do know what I mean, but like, it's that like I don't need fucking anybody to believe in me for me to do my thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't need anyone to fucking believe in me, which is why probably I came to Newcastle Uni, which is fucking ages away from where I live, without knowing anybody who was here. I had no idea who'd be here. I didn't know anyone. I didn't fucking have any connections before I came up. I just came up and I was like, "Sound, let's roll with it." Um, stupidly like independent. I don't really like rely on my parents for financial support really i don't rely on and like the this all the things that people like rely on people for for like emotional support and like even when it comes to friends as well i've got like sick friends around me but like if it came down to it and i had to be mass by myself then so be it and i'm ready for that do you know what i mean and i prepare for I, i think about all those situations like mentally like if something happened or like someone passed i think about all of that like do you know what i mean and how would i be and like I've always made a conscious effort to be good by myself because I know that there's nobody who's going to be there for me forever apart from myself, you know what I mean? And, like, you might be listening to that thinking, like, oh, like, that's not the way you should think. There'll be people who'll be with you forever, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe there's anybody in your life that will be there for you forever. Like, nobody's coming to save you unless you save yourself, do you know what I mean? So I think... A, a huge reason to why like i have that ideology and a huge reason to why i'm so self-motivated is because the little things like that you know what i mean little things like that and like they shape you man they shape you they shape you and i'll tell you another story as well in a sec but like playing and playing at a good level and being good and like even if it like when you have a good game you look out to the sideline and there's no one there to like give you a pat on the back yeah your coaches and stuff but it's different when it's like family do you know what i mean it's different it's a different type of do you know what i mean it's a different like type of kudos when it's family or when you have a bad game and like you're the only counsel that you have when you have a bad game or when you make a mistake so like with things like that like i basically like i fucking I counseled me, do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't go to anyone for advice on certain things that I cared about. I didn't go for any, to anyone for fucking help on certain things I cared about. I fucking, I did it myself. But to be honest, I don't want you to listen to this and think, oh, like, 
blah 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 he's ungrateful whatever but like for me like my parents did a hell of a lot for me for a hell of a lot and that i'll always fucking appreciate and love do you know what i mean and this is not like uh fucking like oh i do i didn't get watched to play rugby and anything like that blah 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 like it's not even that deep bro i'm just saying like why i am the way i am and why i'm motivated the way i am do you know what i mean like there's a reason i think and i think it's something that people don't want to talk about like the way that you grow up and the things that you do when you're younger and sort of the experiences that you have when you're younger really shape what you like as an adult whether those are the experiences that you had in school or whether the ex those are the experiences that you had like younger than school college or whatever like even uh, maybe uni as well well yeah definitely you know but the expert the way that you grow up really does shape you do you know what i mean and like how independent you are really just shape you and like certain things like that do shape you and it's good to like go back and like look at certain situations when you're growing up like look at like uh your school how things were for you at school how things were for you at home how things were for you in, in sports and stuff like that were you involved in anything do you know what i mean it's important to look back and fucking and understand yourself and really fucking understand yourself because I think had I had that, like someone can watch me all the time, I may, I may, like, I may be a bit more compassionate. I may be a bit more compassionate. That's one thing that I like, because this was a thought that I was having yesterday and I was thinking about, I was like, oh, had I had someone come and watch me, I would have been maybe a little bit more compassionate, but because um i didn't and uh, my parents like worked all the time and were fucking working hard to support our family here and us our family back in zimbabwe so like i understood it do you know what i mean but um yeah i think i could i could always tell there was people like um i don't know those people whose those people whose parents came all the time who weren't soft do you know what i mean and those people whose parents came all the time who were super soft do you know what i mean and like it's how you take it you can take it and like shy away from it or whatever or you can take it and use it as fuel bro you can take you can take your experiences and like the things that you've gone through in your life and like try and hide them try put them away and like not wear them as a badge of honor and be like oh like yeah this like i feel this way about this so you can take shit and use it as fuel and you can take stuff and like embrace it do you know what i mean because it becomes a part of who you are it becomes a part of your character it really does become a part of your character and i'll tell you a story actually so as i've told you about that like i fucking i have a fucking warm spot in my heart and then so, and like a fucking that rugby team will always stay in my heart bro and like everybody on that team um regardless of whether we're still in touch or not in touch that like i don't think you truly understand what it's like to have like a sports team that close together we trained together we went to the gym together we fucking we won and lost together we cried together we fucking laughed together that was that was, those were my brothers do you know what i mean and they forever will be but fucking so i, I tell you that I like obviously you can tell it something i care deeply about so let me tell you this story now let me hit you with this story this is a slightly longer podcast than usual but let me hit you with this story so there was um there was a parents evening i can't remember my dad was at work and like my mum came and there was a parents evening in college it was second year and i had the psychology teacher called zainab like i'm gonna i'm gonna say a name because fuck it you know what i mean but like it's just called zainab um no beef no beef but yeah still fuck you do you know what i mean like 
um so those um those are parents evening like did um i did what did i do i did psychology history and law law one was or like decent history one was obviously decent um then we get to the psychology of me and me and zainab did not vibe really because like i think she fancied me as well bro like i'm not even i'm not even capping i definitely think she did i definitely think she did because i used to go in the class and she used to like you used to do these tests every week, bro. These tests every week. And, like, she always used to say, oh, you're not listening, da 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 da, da. And she used to do these tests every week. And I was like, what's the point of doing, like, a test every single week? Like, like this, it's such a necessary, like, pressure to put on yourself. And, like, she'd judge you from these tests that she'd put together every week. So I'd purposely fail it. Even though I knew all the answers, I'd, I'd get everything wrong on purpose as, lot, as sort of like a protest to these tests. And I wouldn't even try, do you know what I mean? Everybody else was like hammering it down. And I like, you could clearly tell I was like, I wasn't freaking trying because I made it obvious, do you know what I mean? I just like have my head and like be chilling on the table and just staring into space and just chilling and just writing stupid shit not stupid but like do you know what i mean just say like pretending like i didn't know anything when like in reality i was doing the work back i was doing the work in the house and like fucking revising and like getting into it and like actually doing the work that i needed to do to fucking get the stuff right the only reason i didn't get it right is because she had a problem with me and i was like all right then fuck your little test and um so i was getting like using them using them people getting b's people getting a's getting gassed and i'm like it's not even a real fucking test but anyway so parents evening comes along a few months later and she's like oh um she's like oh uh like yeah muzzy's like he seems really distracted he seems really distracted. This is her to my mum now. She's like, oh, he seems, he seems really distracted. Like, all he, all he ever seems to care about and talk about. I know he's very passionate about the gym and rugby. That's all I ever hear him talking about. Because all I did talk about in college is gym and rugby. Do you know what I mean? To anybody who'd listen, it was gym and rugby. I'd go to the gym after college and I'd go to the gym, like, in lunch in college. Do you know what I mean? So I'd train because the gym was literally next to my college the one that i was going to so i'd it would be like um if you got on like if i got like it was a 45 minute lunch and i'd go to the gym work out come back or like if i had a free a free period i'd go to the gym come back um do college go home eat and go back to the gym come back eat so i'd train like twice a day um so yeah it explains why i got huge as a kid but anyway back to her she was going yeah yeah he's really like distracted do you know what i mean he's really distracted i think it would be um it'd be beneficial like I, I just can't get him to focus i just can't get him to focus and all he seems to talk about is gym and rugby so i think it would be prudent to like stop him playing rugby i think it would be really good for him to stop him playing rugby and then i was like you're you are such a bitch you are such a bitch but like that story comes full circle in the end but anyway so like she's she's saying this she's gassing my mum up gassing my mum up saying all this saying all this saying all this about gym and rugby blah 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 so anyway we get home and like you know how african parents are they're fucking they love education and they care about education so we get home and my mum's like yeah you're gonna have to stop playing rugby and i was like no i'm not 
like <laughs> I don't know what to tell you but that's not gonna happen and she was like oh like blah 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 so we got into it and well, I will not say into it she's just like you're gonna have to stop playing rugby and I was like no I'm not but like and then we little back and forth and she was like oh like if you if you want to play rugby like if you want to live under my roof like you're not you're gonna have to stop playing rugby and I was like sound I'll leave then so like packed packed a few essentials do you know what I mean like few different change of clothes um all all my stuff that i needed for college for all my different lessons you know what i mean and i was like right sound i'm out but my dad was at work so i bounced um i bounced and i'm like i can't remember who i belled i belled my boy kane actually which is kane jennings who's been on this podcast you know what i mean go listen to the kane podcast so i belled my boy kane and i was like what are you saying what are you saying um went and stayed at his the first night and then fucking woke up went to college which shows fucking like i didn't go to school for anybody else i went to school for me do you know what i mean when i got to college yeah i fucked about in school but i took fucking personal ownership of college do you know what i mean like college was for me it was for nobody else so like even though i was like fucking out the house i was still doing everything that i needed to do i was going to college i was going to the gym and then i went back to Keynes that night and i was like all right sounds safe for letting me stay then like i was like oh where the fuck am i gonna go blah 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 so i bailed my boy jojo um and i'm gonna get him on the podcast as well and like um my, my boy jojo is chinese so like fucking went round to his and his one was saying oh like oh i've kicked um da 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 out loads of times which is jojo's older brother so like it happens blah 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 so i stayed at jojo's um that night and then uh, another night and like oh during the, this whole time like my mum's trying to ring me do all this and i was just like no go fuck yourself like i'm like do you know what i mean if it, if it, if i had to pick between playing rugby and like doing the gym or living in your house easy choice easy choice bro so like fucking i didn't answer my phone not to one of them because i was pissed i was pissed i was like fuck you didn't answer my phone to anything and like fucking so for three days i was like i stayed at jojo's for one night at kane's one night at jojo's and like i was still going to to college still going to the gym coming back and like they're letting me stay in the spare room so i was like oh like do you know what i mean that's like that's why these guys that i have on this podcast like it's not people that like fucking aren't my brothers i don't have random people on this podcast to be on this like on this muzzy's nest on the spotify one i have to fucking like fuck with you fuck with you that's why kane's in this bro because when i was going through shit he was here for me do you know what i mean as a brody do you know what i mean so fucking that's why jojo is gonna be on this because when i was going through shit he was here for me as a fucking brother bro like as a brody brody do you know what i mean so anyway so that happened so like three days have gone by now like my dad's texting me whatever whatever fuck like no no i wasn't saying i wasn't saying shit bro i was like if, if it's between rugby and living in the house like easy choice easy choice bro because i loved it i loved rugby and i loved going to the gym and like i i didn't give a fuck what i had to give up i would have stayed in the park to be able to fucking play rugby and go to the gym do you know what i mean like it was that deep for me it was that deep for me so fucking anyway so three days later um i've not spoke to i've not spoke to anyone uh in my family like my parents or whatever um and then i get a text from like the police saying oh you've been reported as missing get in touch blah blah blah, blah. i was like fuck off fuck that as well i'm not fucking like bro i was pissed 
I was pissed, you know what I mean? Rugby in the gym was my life in college, do you know what I mean? That's my whole life. Those are the two things that brought me joy, bro, and fucking that I was passionate about. So nobody, I don't give a fuck who you are. Nobody was taking that away from me. So fucking, anyway, we get to the third day now, and I get to college, and like, um, my dad has been like ringing the police, ringing college, whatever. Like, I get it from their point. They would have been worried, thinking what the fuck's going on. So fucking, um, I get to college and I'm just doing my lesson, doing my lesson or whatever, whatever, doing my lesson. And then um, they, the, the, like, the college must have got a call from the police. And then obviously they've called my parents saying, oh, Muzz is in college, blah, 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 blah. So like my dad came to pick me up and he was just like, oh, you're going to have to come home. And I was like, well, if I come home, I'm not not playing rugby and not going to the gym. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. And then I, I went back home that night and that showed me, bro, if you fucking, if you take a stand for what you believe in, I don't care who the fuck it is or whoever like says whatever, you can do what you want. You can do what you want. You just have to make the fucking sacrifice. And when you decide, like, this is fucking important to me, I don't care if it's your parent, I don't care if it's your fucking partner, I don't care if it's your brother, I don't care if it's your friends. If you say, this is what I'm passionate about and this is what I want to fucking do, follow through with it and people will fall in fucking line, do you know what I mean? So, I'll tell you that story to tell you how deep it is, bro, like... I don't need I don't need someone to believe in me for me to fucking like excel and like dedicate myself to a craft. I don't need anybody to fucking affirm it or do whatever whatever because like even like do you know what I mean? I've never I've not had it affirmed so I've not built up like a fucking a need to have that happen. If you do need to have it affirmed and stuff, that's not a bad thing. You just have to understand that and fucking have people around you that are going to affirm it and have people around you that are going to build you up. But nobody's going to believe in your dream more than you. And that's why I told that story. And what I said before as well about Zainab, about it coming full circle. <laughs> When I was in first year, because she was a terrible teacher, bro. The only reason I fucking passed... Ah, ah, another thing. I got the best mark in our psychology class as well, which was a B, which says everything about a teaching. Um, but yeah, I got the best mark in our psychology class um, because I can't remember who it was that told me. Because... Um, I can't remember, but someone told me the B was the highest mark in that class, and I was like, ha, um, f well, if you're listening to this, fact check me if I'm wrong, but I am right, I got a fucking the highest mark in the class, and then when I was in first year, I saw, like, a petition saying, save Zainab's job, and I, like, I shared, I shared it, and I was like, ha, what, the teacher that told me I was gonna fail psychology, and I got the best mark in the class, fuck her, do you know what I mean, like, so now she's got fired, so it came fucking full circle for her trying to fucking stop me doing something that i cared about bro and that's what i mean whether it's a teacher as well because teachers can be haters bro teachers can be haters but like i tell you that story to tell you why i'm fucking so self-dependent and i don't need people to cheerlead me i don't need every i don't need to be in the perfect situation to work hard you know what i mean like i was in, i was in fucking college i was 16 and like or yeah i was 16 and i was like oh where the fuck am i gonna stay tonight blah 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 having all those thoughts and like bro i like i didn't even like shout jojo till like nine o'clock at night like late on i was like oh like i don't want to fucking intrude at kane so like even though kane's would like kane's friend me and kane were tight like a tight still to this day and it would have been calm like i just didn't want to put them in that situation so fucking 
I like I just went out and I was just I was just chilling and like roaming the streets and I was saying I just shouted Jojo was like yo like da 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 do you know what I mean and he was like nah no like no no danger do you know what I mean so yes I don't need someone to affirm my dream but I think like you always have to appreciate like Jojo looked out Kane looked out and there will be people that look out for you as long as you're fucking doing the work and putting in the work for yourself so I tell you that little story. Um, the, probably one of the longest longest solo podcasts that I've done. I told you that little solo story to tell you why I'm the way I am. Like, why I fucking wake up at 4am and fucking at half four, sorry, and get after it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't need, I don't need the support. I don't need someone to believe in me. I don't need everything to be perfect. I'm just going to get up and fucking put the work in. I'm going to get up and fucking compete. Like, if... If it was me going up, up against someone who'd like had like a thousand fans or a fucking hundred thousand fans and it was just me and I turned around and there was nobody in the stands for me, that would make me go hard. I could go still. I could go still. I wouldn't get disheartened by that, bro, bro because I fucking... That's the, way, that's the way it is. The only person that's had my back is me. Do you know what I mean? And I say that in terms of the things that I care about. Like in other stuff, obviously, I've never had to like worry for food or like like stuff like that or presents or stuff in the house you know what i mean i've grown up very lucky and i'm grateful for that it's just certain i just do you know what i mean I, ha I have that chip on my shoulder and i always will i always will have that chip on my shoulder and with that being said i'll let you know on a little i'll let you in on a little deep story there do you know what i mean i've not told that story to anybody that doesn't know me really so I've put it out there, so, um, yeah, that's why I am the way I am when it comes to fucking training and getting up early in the morning and fucking being self-motivated and doing this podcast and, like, not really, like, I don't, like, the, the criticisms that comes with it, the positives that comes with it, it's like, I appreciate them both and it doesn't really do anything to me, the only person's opinion who I've really, like, ever cared about, like, is how I feel about myself and, like, it's me showing me love that means the most to me rather than anybody else showing me love do you know what i mean and i appreciate the love people bring to me because if it, it it does fuel the love that you have for yourself even more but if nobody brought love to me i'd still love myself do you know what i mean and with that being said it's muzzy's nest if you're listening during the day have a lovely day if you're listening during the evening have a lovely evening and what do i always say love yourself fully now you know why i always say love yourself fully because that's that's the story and that's one of the stories why i always say at the end of each podcast love yourselves fully and i'm gonna leave it there love peace and prosperity love yourself fully